Hey, 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 welcome into another episode of The Grinds with your host, Todd Fox, and... Guest hosting, Big Renee. <laughs> big Renee in the house, Big Choose the Fill as well. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to go with the original joke. I, I thought I was too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was going to be one of those that's what she said jokes, but anyway, we'll get past the sophomoric stuff. Basically, this episode is brought to you in part by Made to be Made shirts and clothing. You can get that uh, if you want any more info on that. We have the hookups with this with our the owner, Nate. And we also have our own jersey contest. So what grinds your gears, if you like our, uh, our show here, you can hit us up on our homepage on Facebook at Todd Matt the Grinds, at Todd Matt the Grinds, and then leave us what grinds your gears or pisses you off, sports related, anything related. And you can enter the contest to get a free jersey from the Grinds. He's not so lying. I have my, I got my own jersey. Yep, free shipping as well. So with that being said, the business out of the way, Let's get to this week's episode and recap into talking about sports, the big headlines in all the major sports. Uh, let's get to two quick ones real quick. Let's hit on the Miles Garrett. He got reinstated today. Uh, if you know the Cleveland Brown uh, defensive end that nearly decapitated one of the quarterbacks for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I forgot his name. Rand Mason Randolph. There you go. There you go. He hit him with a soft part of the helmet. And he got suspended the last few games of the last season indefinitely, but was reinstated today, and he'll be there for opening day, it looks like. What do you think? Uh, I still think at least the first four, at least it should have been, uh, I think, isn't it minimum eight games? Yeah. So, like, and it was the last four games of the season? I think so, yeah. It should have been, it should have carried over into next season for the first four weeks. I agree. They cut him some slack big time. But maybe they're thinking after Super Bowl, season being done, you know, let's uh, kind of brush it to the side. They've been cutting a lot of people slack in all sports. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> and then there's a couple other uh, tidbits, too, uh, as far as the NFL is concerned and the XFL. The XFL, we'll get into that in a moment, but Colin Kaepernick actually reared his ugly head in the news. I'm not partial to him, not just because I just don't like how he interrupts football all the time and just with his stupid stances. I mean, if you're going to do a stance like that, we've talked about it before, do it on your own time, whatever. Anyway, all that being said, he was being courted by the XFL, and he wanted a gang of money. And what do you think? Here's my question to you, Renee. Mm -hmm. Knowing what he knows, knowing the money he's gotten from Nike anyway, yeah. you know he had to have done that on purpose as mm -hmm. far as, like, knowing the fact that, you know, or, or what do you think? Because th I think it's on purpose, but do you think he asked for all that money on purpose knowing they wouldn't sign him? I think so. I just Sometimes I think he just wants to make it about him, mm -hmm. you know, so it's like I think it's just he just, like, he's very <laughs> – He's very. He's gotten very political. That he's nobody really wants to. Yeah, you don't want a chance on him. It's too much of a distraction. I, th I, I just, I just think it's, it's crazy that he can ask for that much money. He did the same thing with the AAF before it went out, Alliance. Yeah. And you know he wasn't going to get a big contract in the NFL. The NFL didn't want to put up with him. If he really wanted to show his his talent, he would have took one of those jobs. And he yeah. Didn't. I mean, that the NFL set up set him up, you know, with that whole tryout combine combine thing mm -hmm. you know and it was going to be in front of like all the all the scouts all the nfl scouts the major scouts yeah you know but at the last minute just so that way he could prove a point he ends up moving it last minute and only one or two scouts showed up like i think like a f i think it was only a few of them yeah because he, he wound up taking it like what two hours away from where they were two, supposed yeah, to yeah two two and a half hours away <laughs> to like a nut like a small stadium i'm telling you I think you're right. He just did it for himself and, and, and to further push his brand or whatever. Yeah. So, 
that's a Kaepernick story. And then uh, real uh, classy or not, or, or classy or the right move? Do you think the uh, Mighty Ducks did the right thing, or the Anaheim Ducks, whatever they're called, the, the St. Louis Blues player? I can't think of his name. He actually passed out and had a serious. Uh, I I saw that highlight of the game, that part. Like he just, you saw, he just like basically he collapsed, yeah. like right there, and they. They actually really postponed bad. the rest of the game. Yeah, they did. I didn't think they would, but that's mm-hmm. pretty crazy. Yeah, it is. I mean, he. I bet. I think he's like a. In terms of hockey, he's probably one of the more well-respected hockey players. Yeah, I know he's a defenseman. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was pretty cool that they they actually you know said, hey, this is bigger than the game, and yeah. we're gonna postpone it. That's good. Uh, I mean, that was that was a good move by them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So as we get through that story, we got a couple big ones um and we'll hit on uh, the ones that'll last longer because i think the baseball ones everyone wants to get into but we'll, we'll hit on the uh xfl initial thoughts how much of it did you watch did you watch any of it no i didn't really i didn't catch it okay you didn't catch it okay uh. they had they had some interesting rule changes uh-huh. i mean obviously the hits are harder okay it's like college you only need one foot in and uh as far as a catch okay um there's double forward passes there's um, instead of like you can't kick an extra point, so you have to go for it. It's from the one yard line for one point. Mm-hmm. Five yard line is two points. Three points is the ten yard line, oh. which is pretty crazy. Interesting. Yeah, and then and then also uh, you have the kickoff where the kicker kicks it normally from where the NFL does, but the players are on the opponent's forty yard line. They can't move. They're lined up about ten yards away or less from the other team. Mm-hmm. And they can't move and let and and uh, until the kick returner actually touches the ball, and then it's sort of like just a quick collision, and you have like only a split second or two to make the right juke. I don't know how many touchdowns is going to be generated on kickoffs, yeah. but I thought the whole kickoff thing is really cool. And the other cool thing is too, if the kick is short, if it comes shorter than the twenty yard line, the ball actually goes to the opponent's forty-five. So it's not just the 40 of your 40. It goes to their 45. It's like it's worse than a kick out of bounds. That's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I was actually impressed by a couple of the games. Not oh. not all four, but mm-hmm. the Seattle-Washington one was good. Of course you would watch Seattle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then, <laughs> and then the L.A.-Houston uh, one was ca- kind of good, too. And I'm like, eh, I, I kind of dig this. <coughs> it, it's better than – I kind of dug the AAF, but the AAF was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. This one's kind of cool. Well, kind of quenches your hang little hang super, super Bowl hangover. Yeah, yeah. My only thing is it better start the season fast and end it fast because once the NBA playoffs get going, yeah, forget no, it. Nobody's going to watch it. Forget it, yeah. But uh, I think it's a good little start for the XFL. Because I, I know they did it years before. Yeah, it was horrible. It was really bad. It was bad. I mean, they had – they had, uh, I mean, the they only thing that's cringeworthy, too, is the interviews. Yeah. But the XFL back then was, oh, that was really what, bad. What was it? They had, like, they had, like, weird names. It was like, he hate me. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could <laughs> put whatever names you want on the back. <laughs> and then and then they would do the thing instead of the coin toss. They'd put the ball in the 50, and they'd have, like, four guys, like, run for it and try to, like, at the same time from each <laughs> team. And then they collide, and whoever got the ball yeah. got the ball first. That's weird. Yeah, you just welcome. You're like, come on, guys, get a concussion. Let's go. <laughs> so no wonder it didn't last long. Yeah, it didn't. I think it barely made it to the to the championship. So that's crazy. We'll see how it goes in these new. It's it's gonna take a couple weeks, couple more weeks to see where it goes. But yeah, they've actually got a good TV deal, which is a plus. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, with two different networks. And then also, they're also trying to promote a video game. So, okay. And with Vince McMahon, he's much smarter this time around. I, th- I think he's going to make it last. Looks more promising. It does. It does. Oh, well, best of, you know, hopefully it will all work out for them, you know? Absolutely. The other big story uh, this week, obviously, we'll get into it, the baseball situation, which is involving the Houston Astros. And you being a Dodger fan, I know you've got a lot to talk about on this one, so I'll let you take the floor. Oh, God. Um, like, just the fallout of all this, it's – I mean, it's if you're a Dodger fan, is you every Dodger fan feels that now, like, they, they, were, they were robbed, they were screwed out of this, mm-hmm. out of the whole thing. And just the whole thing with the Astros players being so so smug in their <laughs> in their fan fest, yeah, yeah, you know, and saying like, you know, they weren't actually apologizing; they were just being like, "Oh, it is what it is," or something. And say, I think one of them had the audacity to say, "Like, oh, well, we're gonna be there next year. We're gonna be in the World Series." I'm like, uh, wasn't that Bregman? That was, I think, that was Bregman. It wasn't Altuve, but they were both pretty. <laughs> Yeah, (coughs) with that whole thing, I mean, when the new video and all that other stuff resurfaced and it showed, you know, guys not wanting to take off jerseys like Altuve for them stealing signs, like, I understand, like we talked about on the other show, Boston and the Dodgers, Boston was going to beat them regardless. Yeah. Now, to the level that, I don't think they cheated to the level that Houston did. No, it was more blatant. Yeah, and I think Houston, okay, you could say, yeah, Houston won those last. Uh, did they win game six in, in L.A., or was it the... We won it. Yeah, won you won game, game six. six. Of course, game seven, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you guys barely won that one, right? Yeah, we barely won that one. But I see, that was le- that, those two games were level, but I think where you guys got sh- the shaft was the three games in Houston. Yeah. Because that one game, which was one of the marathon games of the series. Game five. Yeah, you guys were going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. We deserve to win that game. You get that game, that's the series right there. Yeah, because we go back to L.A., we win. And you get game six, yeah. So, I mean, um, if I was a Dodger fan, like, and I'm not, thank thank God. <laughs> but um, if I was, I would be, I would be, like, almost like how I was in 2000 when Seattle got screwed out at the Super Bowl against the Steelers, mm-hmm. I felt like you can everyone, even fans that weren't fans of either team, were like, "Damn, you guys got screwed." And I was to the point where, like, man, I don't even want to watch football anymore. Like, I was like put off by it. And then it's like, I don't know how you can put up with it, you know. And then knowing that you get a second chance next year, and then that falls through, and then you find out they were cheating. It's just like, damn. Yeah, that it hurts. It kind of it ruined like the whole integrity of the game. Or t- it really put a bad mark on it, you know. Yeah, I felt the way they should did dealt with the Astros was just take the title away. I know yeah. it's their only title, but vacate it. Vacate it, yeah. Do what college football does, and even go a step further. If it was that blatant, it was that convincing. I know Boston took their slap on the wrist and everything else like that. Maybe you could. I mean, I don't know if you. I don't think theirs was as egregious to vacate, but. I know if I'm the commissioner, if I wanted to do the right thing, vacate the title and put them on a two-year probation. Yeah. So basically, their asses could win that division and not make the playoffs. Exactly. And that'd be a total embarrassment to their franchise. Yeah. And that's on them. Yeah, and they're like they're even then like I think like they got just handled with kid gloves. Oh yeah. You they, know they did. You know, and what they did, it's like okay, 
course, there's there's always been a little bit of you know sign stealing in baseball, you know. But it, the kind of sign stealing means like okay, if a runner is on second base, they're looking in at the pitcher. That doesn't mean that they're that they're not changing the outcome of the game. Yep. You know that just adds to like the fun of the game because it's supposed to be a kid. It's basically baseball is like a kid's game. Oh yeah, yeah. You know and that like okay, you're. You're looking in, okay, that's fine, but you're using technology, using cameras, you're giving yourself an unfair advantage towards the other team, you know, and that, it just, it just ruins, it, it ruins it for everybody, you know? I, I totally agree. I mean, uh, this, this, this is not going to deter other teams unless, I mean, they're going to come up with other ways to cheat, sort of yeah. like with steroids. You could stop steroids and you think, oh, we could, we could test for this, we could test for that, but it's been proven over and over that you can beat the you know you can mask it somehow you know yeah. and i think you if you want to discourage a team or an organization from doing this crap again they should have put sanctions on them like they did in college yeah yeah and true. it just didn't go over that well and like you said it's a, they held it handled it with cl- kid gloves and houston at the end of the day is still going to be able to look up into the, the rafters of that stadium and say we have a championship yeah even when they know right well what they did yeah exactly so and yeah, you could say, okay, well, it stains, mm-hmm. but you can't take away that World Series. It's gonna be there. It's gonna be there. You know, and it's like I feel like the MLB has gotten really soft in terms of like punishments in general. You know, like of course, you know, back then at the beginning of baseball, they didn't have players' unions. Oh yeah. yeah you yeah. know, they didn't. So the nineteen nineteen Black Black Sox, which is you know, is the Chicago White Sox. You know, they with the of the moff the Chicago Mafia, mm-hmm. you know they they basically threw the w- they were the superior team, regardless. They had a whole bunch of good players, but they threw the World Series on purpose. Oh yeah, and they found and, and they found that there was money involved in that. The commissioner ended up, even though they were acquitted in court, the commissioner still kicked out those eight players for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know and that was I mean that's. This just goes to show how, like, how far, like, the authority in MLB has kind of fallen. Like, look at that. Like, that's like an iron fist. Like, you broke, you broke the law. You're gonna get punished for it. Like, and now, and as everybody knows, recent people, people with baseball fans with the, ML, the MLB with uh, Pete Rose. Yeah, yeah. Barry Bonds. You know. Because I, I, I firmly believe that. Yeah, their votes are there, but I don't think Barry Bonds. Roger Clemens will get in no. until they get the well they're going to pass their time and then they're going to get the veterans or the um, they'll get in on the last vote. They'll, no, they'll get in on that the supplemental ones. Yeah. Like when hot uh, the veterans mm-hmm. they'll vote them in. Yeah. But we're talking 10 15 years from now at that, yeah. you know. And where you brought up Pete Rose and Pete Rose is one of those ones where they ruled with an iron fist like you said. And they literally said he's not going to get in until, you know, he's dead Pro- I- I- if he does. Yeah, and, and right now, you know, he is petitioning to get in. Like, what they did, like, and he's even see, he, he even sees it. Like, what they did was more worse than what I did. Absolutely. You look at it. Again, we broke this down earlier after Jim was saying. Me and Rainer were talking, and he's like, yeah, dude, compare Pete Rose to what the Astros did. And it's, it's apples and oranges. I mean, it's not apples and oranges. I mean, it's clear as day that it's just it's not the same pete rose gambled for his team yeah to win to it's win. one thing to say okay i'm gonna throw it like the black Sox, like you brought up but he was he was going for them to win so he was playing really hard so 
in all actuality, it's not good to bet on the team. Absolutely. Yeah. No. But he's not betting on. The, he's not throwing the game. He's not changing the so outcome of the game. He's trying to win. Yeah. And it actually benefits him to win. Yeah. So, and that was after his playing career too. That was yeah. his managing career. Yeah. So that sucks. And then so because of that, homeboy is gone. And most likely will not ever get into the Hall of Fame when, like you said, he has most hits, most this, most that. And, dude. He's, like, considered one of the greatest players to ever play. But he's not acknowledged yeah, because of that. Yeah, as that. But you got a bigger scale of a scandal. And they just, yeah, okay, they slap on the wrist. Slap on the wrist. Don't do it again. Because there were some players saying that they should go for suspensions. Suspend a at lot least of these suspend guys. Them, at least suspend them for the year or yeah, something. suspend them and, and screw them over, you like know, doctor pay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, because you bring the – these rules are supposed to be upheld, but apparently yeah. not. It's like I, like the commission – I guess the commission doesn't want to – he knows that if he suspends most of those main players that were involved, he's going to have to go through the players' union and they're going to have to do the vote. I feel like he just doesn't want to go through that. Yeah, the union is actually very strong. You know, so he doesn't because it, it it has a lot of play like star players that are that are in that. And it's and you know that just brought up a point, dude. I just thought of it. That's probably why they don't want to go to the union because what's coming up in two years, the negotiations yeah, for and the new contract. So if you piss them off now, you have a worse you chance of keeping the cash cow going. Or either or even worse, you have a lockout. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They have a lockout. It hurts the game and the cash cow, which is Major League Baseball and all those TV contracts, yeah. goes by the wayside. Yep. So they're they're gonna do everything to make this work, and that's the other thing we're gonna talk about real quick. What about this new playoff proposal I don't like for it. baseball? I don't like it. I don't like it either. You know, like like you already have the wild card game already. Mm. You know, you are that gave they already gave you an extra chance to get into the playoffs. Yeah. You know. Even if you are, you have a lesser record. But they did hurt the wild card teams. Although the Nationals won, mm-hmm. it does make it a lot harder because you have to expend your ace and your bullpen exactly. more. And then also, like this new format, I don't like because if you, I heard if you got the best record and once the other teams, because you you have a bye, uh, under the proposal, the other teams will play each other, and then that of that, the the series they get out of. You basically get to pick what team you want to face. That's not cool. That's not. That's really so not. So it's like, eh, do we want to go to Anaheim or do we want to go to Chicago? I know probably us. If, uh, if we would have liked that, we probably would like to go to Chicago probably because we don't. We always play. We always play like crap against you guys. Yeah. So well I would that, be well like we wouldn't <laughs> unless that was a World Series. Yeah. 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 But uh, <laughs> yeah, we always own you guys. I don't know why. Well, we just do. It's like your worst. Ser- that's your World Series. Dude. Swept you guys last <laughs> year. That was great. I was like, ugh. <laughs> Disgusts me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's my proposal on the playoffs. All right. I believe it should go something like this. Instead of the stupid one-game playoffs, because I can't stand how, you know, you could win 90 games, 95 games, mm-hmm. and then one game determines your whole season, and that's it. And that's one thing to do NFL because that's 16 games. But you're playing 95 games, or you're playing 162 games. I say shorten the baseball season to 152 and mm. and play around instead of one, play around of three. Now, you could bring two more teams into it from okay. each league. All right. Or actually, because no, what they have right now, they'll bring one more in. Yeah. One more in. And then that way you have the <coughs> exact amount, even numbers on each side going at it. And so you make the first round a best out of three, second round a best out of five. 
and then best out of seven for the ALC ALCS and NLCS yeah. and of course the World Series seven. The catch with the first round for me would be say for instance the Angels make it at the last the last moment, right? They're yeah. the last or they, or they squeeze in. Okay, they squeeze in. And the Yankees have the number one seed. The first round for both for both leagues, the last team does not get a home game. So you're basically playing a three-game series on the road, and that's what gives the division. The division winner should have the full right of being at home. They earned it. Yeah. So they should be home, and the three wild card teams will have to battle it out. So no matter what they do, if they push it three games with those teams, they're on the road no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be cool. Then you don't get a home game until the third game of the second series. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that would make it that would make teams fight harder to win divisions. I, I would believe so. Yeah, and and then I mean maybe you get a Cinderella that actually comes up and comes through. Yeah. But hey, who knows? You guys can just get hot. Hey. <laughs> yeah, we have, you have to get this thing called pitching first. Yeah. And then that maybe we could do that. <laughs> we yeah. almost gave you a pitcher. Yeah. Almost. I would have took him. <laughs> anyway, let's, I mean, let's not get into that. I want to <laughs> well, yeah, you know, let's get into that. Screw it. <laughs> uh, we made so Dodgers made a trade to get Mookie Betts and um, Price Price from the Red Sox, and pretty much gave them Verdugo and a bunch of nobodies. Um, the Dodgers are completely stacked, so they had to get rid of two players, which is Ross Stripling and um, Jock Peterson. Angels said, "Okay, we'll make a deal with them," which I don't remember the Angels making a deal with the Dodgers. So this is pretty unprecedented for me. Number one. Number two, here's the th- here's the thing that pisses me off as an Angel fan. I actually didn't like the trade at first. Okay. Giving up Renico and everything and a couple guys. Mm-hmm. But I saw what was coming to us. I'm like, okay, Peterson's going to ignite our offense. The odd man out's Fletcher. We still need a catcher. But Stripling's going to help our pitching staff. So we're going to have a bunch. We'll have maybe one number three and a bunch of number fours and fives. We could work with that. Although, you know, I miss decent. the ace. Yeah, it's decent. Right when I actually warm up to the deal, goddamn stupid Artie Moreno, the owner of the Angels, says, it's taking too long. Uh, deal's off. You know what? F you, Mr. Re- <laughs> Moreno, because I was comparing you to the freaking, um, what's his name, Jerry Jones from the Cowboys? Yeah. But he's a GM, actually, and an owner. <coughs> mm-hmm. Artie Moreno has a GM in place, which is Epler. I don't want to hear from my owner canceling deals. That's not his job. He hired Epler to do a job. Yeah. And he didn't. And and if Epler's not doing the job, get pissy at Epler and make. But make Epler put his stamp on it because it's his decision, not Mm -hmm. yours. Yeah. I can't stand it. Since 2014, Artie Moreno is the worst owner, I think, because he has gotten players like C.J. Wilson, Hamilton, and Pujols. He's forced the other GMs to sign these guys. Mm-hmm. These aren't signs, signings by our actual GM. And it's him. Yeah, and, and, s- and since Artie's been pushing his his uh, vendetta or his, um, what do you call it, his way of doing things on things, we haven't really won. Mm. So, I mean, if you think about it, that part of the trade was the only thing that remained the same out of every – because it was all it all started with the twins, mm-hmm. you know. Because the twins, they wanted to give this. What's I forgot his name, weird name, Gastrol or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they wanted to give him to Boston as a re- as a starter. Mm-hmm. But the medical record, I guess you know, they go through a medical 
review. You have to pass it. Pass it, and I guess they decided, you know, this is he's not suited for a starter. He's a more better equipped as a reliever, and Boston didn't like that, so Boston they had to reconstruct or they want they had to tell the Dodgers either you reconstructed the deal or we're gonna pull we're gonna pull out of pull out of the deal. So I mean, instead of just giving them Maeda, we gave them Maeda and I guess a couple of draft picks. But see, in the end, you, you, guys, guys you, you guys get what you want. And the Twins got what they want, mm-hmm. and we get screwed because of our dumbass owner. Yeah. Nick, you guys are the only ones that kind of stayed the same. You guys were going to still get the same players. I know. Wh- you, We literally had to wait six to ten hours, and we had to deal. Yeah. We had to deal. And like I was telling you earlier, he had 34 homers, uh, 86 RBIs, batted 249. Those are slightly better than Calhoun's numbers because I hated Calhoun with the Angels. The thing is, when you get Peterson, you look at his left-handed at-bats. Calhoun faced a lot of left-handed at-bats. He had almost 700 at-bats total last year, so he played almost every game. Uh, our, your boy didn't. He only had 400 and I think 50 at total at-bats Yeah. and only 49 against lefties. So mm-hmm. they didn't trust him or didn't want him to hit versus lefties. And they put in a right-hander from the outfield, like I think Kike Hernandez yeah. or something. And uh, so my point is, Jock hit 34 at that stadium, which is a hard stadium to hit home runs. It is. You put him in Anaheim where it's a lot easier and he could pull the ball a lot easier, which is a pull ball hitter. Yeah. I think he would have better numbers. Now we'll never know. He probably will because, I mean, we already had a stacked outfield as oh as yeah. it is already. And we would play him every day. You guys didn't. We, we kind of platooned him. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, here was his chance to show what he's really made out of. Yeah. In a contract year. Exactly. He would have put up some huge numbers. And Artie's a freaking jack-off for not pulling the deal. Mm-hmm. I, just, I don't get it, dude. I mm-hmm. just don't get it. You guys actually would have been kind of really potent. Really potent on offense. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. yeah, dude. With everyone hitting, I mean, dude, I'll more protection for freaking for trout. trout? Jeez, Louise, mm-hmm. can never have enough protection for that dude because he could tear it up. Yeah, um, we all know what happens when he gets going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But enough about my depressing angels. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. I actually feel sorry. For, I actually felt sorry. I'm like, wow, you guys can't catch a break. We can't, dude. We haven't caught a break in a few years, dude. So. Let's move on to something uh, even more depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, number eight, number 24, yeah. had a what the other day? Um, oh, that, like, I know it was news that, like, he, fo- he finally got laid to rest yeah. with his daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, it, was very pr- it was very private, and, like, really nobody knew about it. Well, I imagine probably, like, guys like Shaq, maybe probably a few others a like few that. Others were there, Jerry West, players like that. Like but, uh, players that were fam- like close family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe even a Pat Riley, yeah. depending on how. I don't know if he was around back then. He might might have been, but point being is that it was a very somber day. And if you guys don't live out here in Los Angeles, you don't know this area. Um, very somber two week, two few weeks. Yeah, it's been like the city's in a funk, like a real bad funk. And um, again, I was never a Laker lover. Well, I'm still a Laker hater. Yeah. But even I was affected by it. And even, you know, I was just sitting back like, damn, you know, like this dude meant so much to this city and so much to the kids that are now our age or um, they're playing now. Yeah, playing now. And um, and even the younger ones today, because they've, they've grown up seeing highlights and whenever they want to. But as far as me and Renee are concerned, we grew up around it when he was in his height, when he first came out of college and. And to see high every school. yeah high school and I'm sorry 
and see how he just progressed and love him or hate him he was a dominant player dude mm-hmm. and he represented the nba good uh so just my thoughts on that what do you think about the or do you have any more thoughts on kobe well it's gonna be really different mm-hmm. you know because like i mean i grew up i grew up with kobe kobe i mean i was like six seven years old when he got drafted so mm-hmm. it's like you grew up with him mm-hmm. you know and just it's like basically i know like how some people say it's like it was like losing a part of your family true, true. you know because you grew up with him you, you experienced the highest of highs you experienced the lowest of lows it's like you went through everything with him mm-hmm. you know and he grew as you grew as he grew up you guys you, you were growing up with him yeah that's true that's true. you know so like it just like you felt it like in his last you felt it in his last year you know, even you knew he was deteriorating or fit like fit like athletically. It was you could tell like he was even telling people like you hated me for 19 years. Hate me for one more. Yeah. yeah. You know, he, and he was telling people like you hated me for 19 years. Hate me for another hit me for another year. And, you know, that's not the reception he got. He got the rece- like every arena that he went to. Like yeah, they're, it, showing love. they're showing him love. Like it just shows how much he meant. It's everybody. Yeah, he had a great swung song last season. Um, he really came came to play that final game, obviously, in Utah. Uh, that was his final hurrah. I mean, that's what you call going out guns and blazing. Like old gunslinger. Yeah, he didn't win a title that last season, no. but it felt like it. Like you know, because that's all that anyone talked about till probably about the second round of the playoffs. And even then afterwards, you're like, man, remember Kobe from last month? Like, because you know how the NBA playoffs take yeah. forever. Yeah. But um, it just – <coughs> that was a one of the great greatest. Uh, I thought he did more in the seasons he didn't win than mm-hmm. the ones that he did win, mm-hmm. and that just goes to show you, man, what a hell of a player. He played through. Actually, if you think about it, he played hurt all his. Lo- he played hurt most of his career. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mo- like broken fingers, like sprained ankles. To come back from that damn Achilles. Dude. Yeah, that was. I mean, jeez. Amazing. For an NBA player, that's a death sentence. It is, and but he came back. He worked. He worked yeah. his way back. <coughs> Hell of a player, dude. And it's funny because like other pay- players that would that that they t- they would tear their Achilles or something happened. Who was the one player that they went to, to yeah. for motivation? You Kobe, know, yeah. Was like, how did you deal with this? Yeah, because at least that kind of like takes years off your NBA career, or that mm-hmm. freaking just the same. limits you. Yeah, you're not the same. You don't have the lift, whatever. Yeah, Kobe will be missed, but you know, and like he, it wasn't just basket. Like it's, it wasn't just basketball that he that he affected. Like it was everywhere. Yeah, I think he he like we touched about it on our NBA special before me and Matt. We talked about the fact that Kobe, um, you know, he was like a lot of us. You could relate to him. You know, he made a mistake mm-hmm. or made mistakes when he was younger, but he grew as a person, as a player, and as a businessman, and then as a father. Mm-hmm. And so he turned into quite the guy in later years but you know he hit a rough patch like all of us yeah did. i think that's why a lot of people could relate to him so you know it is what it is but um you know like i said you hurt for their family yeah exactly especially yeah. seeing all those videos with his daughters and everything yeah me having two daughters of my own it, it hurts you know you can't imagine uh, losing a child or what your wife would think if they lost both of you and like what she has to go through now yeah I mean, that's that's so difficult the public ceremony is 
for the public is on the 24th. Yeah, it's a dozen days away, right? Yeah. So, yeah. 224. Mm-hmm. Let's go figure. Wow. You know. Yeah. It's going to be for the public. You could tell that's going to probably be down low. It is going to be in the Los Angeles Staples Center, you know. I still don't think that's a big enough event. It's not. It's really not. Because they packed that place out for Nipsey Hustle, which a lot of people, let's just say how it is, they only went because there was something to do, and he was blown up more than he should have been. Because I don't yeah. think he's an L.A. legend. He's you, not. you cannot put – he's a Crenshaw legend. Yeah. But he is not – Dude, Kobe was reached LA. global, yeah. and he was L.A.'s own player. He is L.A.'s best athlete, and the fact that he's going to share the same stadium as Nipsey Hussle, it, to me, that's kind of that, – that's pathetic. Mm-hmm. They should have did what you had, you know, had wanted to do was Coliseum. That, that's – it would have been big enough. Oh, it would have been huge. It would have been huge. You could have got 100000 in there. Easy. 90000 at least. Oh, yeah. And it would have filled it up. Oh, it would have filled it up, yeah. Because you could tell, like, with this, it's going to it's gonna flow over into the streets. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to – I know his, mm. his body, his physical body won't be there, but they should have a procession go down Figueroa. You know, just yeah. run, re- retrace the, um, the championship route, you know. Yeah, I think that would work. Yeah, who knows? I mean, they might. I just know if it's LA, which it is, it's going to be something spectacular, man. And Mm -hmm. they're going to do it up. And this time, it's going to hopefully match what Kobe brought to the city. But yeah, and that's a lot. Yeah, it is. Well, let's let's talk some. Let's switch it up a little bit again. We're going to stay with the NBA, Mm -hmm. and we're going to get into current races in the in the playoffs heading into the All Star break because I think the All Star break is this weekend or it's almost next week. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know Milwaukee, which is the team I'm <coughs> holding on to their jock till Seattle comes back, <laughs> um, they played their final game before the break tonight. Giannis, congratulations on your baby. Um, so he's got a new kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason why I bring it up is is um, they go in with the best record in the East. Okay. The Lakers go in with the best record in the West. Mm-hmm. And you have two teams kind of mirroring each other a little bit, but one's more functional than the other one. And I – which is the Clippers and the Sixers. Mm-hmm. The Sixers were picked to make the second seed in the East and dominate, and they are falling to sixth. And they have lost quite a few games. There's a lot of contention. They could fire the coach. And then the Clippers have 15 losses. Right? Yeah. But to me, they're, the, they're like the sleeping giant. They're resting a lot of their players. They are. And they're going at it like, you know, like something tells me they are going to do some major damage in the postseason. But right now, they, they really don't care where they fall. They think they're just cruising. I think so, too. Like, like they really don't care where, where they fall in the overall playoff standings. They just don't care. And to me, that's kind of scary. I mean, you've got a team that Milwaukee is pushing for 70 wins. Lakers are pushing LeBron every night. These guys are, you know, obviously up in age. But their core is good, you know. My question to you, this is a long-winded rant real quick. Okay. But with Toronto <laughs> being another scary team. And like they don't have Kawhi. They don't. And see, Toronto, I don't want Milwaukee to face Toronto. They're scary. Yeah, they're scary right now. I think they've won 13 in a row. So you got Toronto and the Clippers. Who's more scarier going into the playoffs, in your opinion? I mean, I don't like the Clippers, but, <laughs> I mean, I would, I would have to say them. Mm-hmm. You know, only because they do – it's like they're trying to go. They're going like the, like the Spurs route, 
mm-hmm. you know, when they were good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not you know? right now. Which is Not weird now. to say. It's it's weird because like Spurs have always been good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but um, I would the Clippers are like they're pretty scary right now because like they still have good players even when they rest players they're still pretty form- formidable team. Yeah. I mean they have Lou Williams, you mm-hmm. know, uh, that other what's that? Car- Hark. Got his oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they they're pretty they're bo- they're pretty good as a team, you know. And when you add George and you add Kawhi at the same time. Oh yeah, and you know they just par- picked up the dude from the Knicks. What's his name? Oh, um, Marcus Marquise Morris or something. Marcus Morris Jr. Yeah. or something. Yeah, that dude's pretty good. And he's good too. He's an he's like instant offense. He's like another. Well, he's not on the par of Lou Williams. Lou Williams is like instant offense. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but he can give you points. So you 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 think the Clippers are going to be the scarier team? They'll be a scarier team. Well, they're almost on par with Toronto because Toronto is playing. They play as a team. Yeah, Toronto is a very uh, systematic team. Yes, but they've got some guys that could light it up. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm looking at the Clippers more scary. See, in the West, you can almost go one to seven, maybe even eight. You could stretch it a little bit. But I would say one to seven. Mm-hmm. They're very difficult teams. Um, in the East, I would only say four. I'd only say uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Well, the Sixers are kind of fa- falling out of that, but Toronto and Boston. I can see Boston making a run. See, Boston scares me too. Yeah, because Tatum I is still Tatum is still is rising. Because the way that the way the Bucks are playing, Giannis is on a freaking mission. Because to me, if they don't get to the finals, it's a bust. Yeah, for them, yeah. Yeah, the only reason, and I think this, if they lose in the finals to the Lakers, it's not a complete bust. Mm-hmm. If they if they lose to any other teams in the West, it's a complete bust. Mm-hmm. I think they're they're on par to beat anybody except the Lakers. Yeah, I could only see them losing to the Lakers. Yeah, but then I could see the Lakers losing to them. I, it's I, it's up in the air because yeah, the, the the Bucks have a really really defined. This is probably one of the best teams I've seen in a long time mm-hmm. from top to bottom. Yeah, but then for me, a dangerous team would be Toronto. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I but come out of nowhere. Yeah, but but the, let me get to the West real quick. I have a feeling. The Clippers and the Lakers are on a freaking collision course. In the playoffs. Yeah, I have a feeling they're gonna meet or in the second or third round. They're like gonna they're just gonna lock heads and damn that's gonna be a great series. That would be a great series. I think that would probably go six or it's gonna, go it's seven. It's gonna happen. They'll go six or seven. It's gonna happen, dude, because there's and, and what I wanna see is can can your boy get past Kawhi? Or can Kawhi shut him down again? And then are the Clippers going to take the, the, the view of, oh, let's let Anthony Davis get his, but we're going to shut down everybody else? Because I have a feeling that's that's how Doc works things. You know? Yeah, he does. He takes out your best player. He's a smart dude. Or mm-hmm. he'll or he'll g- give you the imagination of, oh, we don't care if LeBron gets his, but we'll just stop everybody else. Mm-hmm. And it's dangerous. I mean, it is dangerous because, but I've seen, like, it's funny because I've been seeing a different LeBron. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, ever since the tragedy happened, you can kind of sense that everybody's just going to go to, they're going to play above their, their ability. Yeah, I could see that too, because it's, it's gone to a rally cry of let's win it for Kobe. Let's win it for him, you know? So like, I can see that it's going to, they're, they're just going to play above their, what they, I mean, they're good already. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're good already, but. There's no denying that. Um. Let's ask a Laker fan, which is to my left, Renee. <laughs> are you scared of Denver? 
Um. Well, we just played Denver today. Yeah, but the can um, are you scared of them? Do, you, do do they scare you come postseason? Not really. Okay. Not really. Not really. I mean, they'll pro- they'll push us a little bit, but. Yeah. How about Utah? Utah. Yeah, what about Utah? <laughs> Utah. <laughs> I mean, the uh, the only team that really truly scares me is actually the uh, the our hallway <laughs> companions. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I give you that. I give you that. You know, but I will say there's one other wild card in the West. Don't count out Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. Yeah, yeah, Dallas. Because Dallas has a Porzingis, they have Luka Doncic. They're a scary team. They're a scary team with a bunch of <laughs> names, <laughs> and I just have a feeling too they could be one of these teams that sparks at the right time. Mm-hmm. So maybe Portland too. Ooh, you know, yeah, you're right because uh, I mean Lillard's been going off. Dude, Lillard has just been on fire, dude, and he's brought that team because they started so crappy. And it's it's kind of weird to see like freaking um, what's his name um, geez what's his name playing really good uh, Carmelo mm-hmm. Carmelo's just been on fire he's dude. like been he's like I think he's like been like like re-energized like found new life still can't play defense no he can't but he can shoot dude. he can shoot you <laughs> yeah. know he's always but I f- like I feel like he's just like I guess he looks happy there yeah he does he looks happy there that's about I think that's about the happiest you've ever seen him in years. Well, you know what the funny thing is? They did a video tribute at when he went to back to the Garden yeah. in New York. There's actually some people that want him to be put in the Knicks Hall of Fame. Like, retire his number. It's yeah. like, dude, he didn't win nothing. He what are nothing you talking you guys, about? You know? He didn't. <laughs> but that's how bad the Knicks have been. Because yeah. that's the only thing they've been able to hold on to since Ewing. Yeah. Like, that team has been trash. For years. Yeah, dude. And it's supposedly the biggest market in the league. Behind the Lakers, <laughs> I want to yeah. see next year KD come back, and Brooklyn's gonna take over that market, dude. It probably will, most likely. Yeah, because he could come be coming back this year, huh? I no, no, nah, he said he needs a solid year out, so he ain't gonna come back till mm-hmm. next year. Yep. So Kyrie has to wait for his help for till next year. <laughs> yeah, and they'll, they'll likely add another dude, probably. Yeah. So we'll see. But uh, mm-hmm. NBA is getting into the best part of the season right now because so you're getting into the stretch yeah and hockey sort of like they got like 20 some odd games left so they're almost done too mm-hmm. so before you know it we're going to be right in the smack dab middle of the playoffs and then you have baseball starting up yep and then you'll have the nfl draft and then we're going to get into that really good cycle and then it's just going to drop in uh july august it's going to be the dog days of summer yeah, the only thing we have left is baseball. Yeah, we'll have baseball for a good solid month of of just August baseball, which is still good. But then when it starts, you know, you have so many teams out of it by September, that's when the NFL kicks back into gear. You start feeling starts. it coming back. Yeah, cause the exhibition will be August. Oh, nice. But then you'll have September will kick off again. It's like, yep. yes, NFL, baby. Oh, yeah. NFL. Something about the NFL, like it just brings people together. That's it doesn't what matter. Exactly, <laughs> dude. How many? You know how many games me and you have seen together, or with other people, or we've had parties at my house. Yeah, I know. I mean, dude. Different teams. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, it's not even our teams, and we're just having a good time yeah. watching. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, most of our, like, they're either Steelers or Packers. Niners. <laughs> Niners and everything. Yeah. I, only, I can only count on my hand be- besides myself that are Cowboy fans. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
you know, because everybody hates us. So <laughs> I, will, I will say this. I would like to have a genuine, like, I've been a Bengals fan all my life. I, I don't know anybody like that. I would like to just meet someone and be good friends with them so that way I could be like, damn, your team sucks. <laughs> like, hey, but you're hanging on to them? But you're hanging on. You're like, props to you. Exactly. I would say the same <laughs> thing. I'd be like, dude, props, man. <laughs> but at least, hey, they're getting Braum this year, that kid. Yeah. We'll see what happens with him. Mm-hmm. But uh, isn't it interesting? There's so many storylines in the NFL. Yes, so there many. is. So many. Well, we got to wait till next year. Yes, we do. So, you want to call it a night? Yeah. Okay. So, this has been the Sports Week update. We're going to hopefully be doing this every week. So, this is episode one, and you get Renee for episode one, and you probably bring him back for episode two, because I think he did a good job, don't you? Hey, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I try. <laughs> He's like Marv Albert right now. He's all, for three, yes! Like bingo, I'll yeah. do more. <laughs> do that guy, like oh, Rob Lawler. Yeah, the bingo, bingo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so for Todd Fox and Big Renee guest star. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Grinds. Hit us up later. Peace. <laughs>